Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. So back in seminary, there was a guy on my floor, and he was the year behind me, and he was a non-procrastinator. He was the, actually, he was the opposite of procrastinating. He would be the kind of guy who would get the syllabus for the whole semester, and he would just start, he would get the syllabus and start working on it. He would start working on the projects, he'd start doing the reading. He would start, like the final paper at the end of the semester, he would have started writing it before the end of the first week of classes. In fact, a lot of times he would have all the papers written within the first three to four weeks of the semester, which just boggles my mind for many reasons. That's just not how I think. Like, I think, like, let me, let me have that sit in the pot for a little bit. Let's have some, like, crockpot writing, crockpot creativity. Let, let's simmer a little bit. He was like, no, we're gonna do it. But the second thing is kind of interesting. Um, that seems to imply that there was nothing he could learn throughout the course of the rest of that semester that would affect the outcome of those papers. I think actually how he did it was he wrote the first draft and then he added to it because he was a pretty smart guy. But he didn't procrastinate and that bothered me because I tend to procrastinate. And my guess is if you're watching a YouTube video, you tend to procrastinate as well because that's why YouTube exists for procrastinators just like you and me. So what do we do? Good question, camper. I know what I should do, but I can't bring myself to do it. That's pretty much procrastination, right? First question, is this what I'm supposed to do? Second question, is this what I'm supposed to do right now? Because to everything there is a season, right? You can get the assignment and say, okay, at the end of the semester, write a 15-page paper on blank. Well, at the end of the semester, I might have to learn something between the beginning of the semester and the middle of the semester so I can actually have that contribute to what I'm writing for the paper for the end of the semester. So not only is this what I'm supposed to do, is this what I'm supposed to do right now? Because answering those two questions will give you clarity on the task at hand. I think a lot of us, we think we're procrastinators, but that only is because we have a sense of guilt, like I know I should be doing something, but we haven't asked the question, wait, Really? Are you really supposed to be doing this? And are you really supposed to do it, be doing it right now? Now, once you answer the question, yep, it is actually something <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing and I'm supposed to be doing it right now. Okay, well then we can do this thing called strategic procrastination. And strategic procrastination is basically, um, I, know, I know I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm supposed to, um, for me, how about this? I need to be writing a homily right now. Okay. But, whoa, those dirty dishes in the sink, they need some cleaning. They're not going to clean themselves. So I'm going to do that instead. Like, whoa, okay, wait. I found a task that needs to be done. Dishes need to be washed. But they don't need to be washed right now. The homily actually has to be done by Sunday morning or else, uh, you know, I, I guess, or else what, I guess. People would just be bored. Or actually, they won't be bored. They'd be a shorter homily. And then, actually, what do I, why do I put so much time into that? Never mind. Never mind. bad example. No, there are benefits to procrastination. Like there, there are some things that, in fact, there's a, there's a Ted talk about like the, the benefits of procrastination. There are some people who are like reactors, like when they're supposed to do something, they just act on it right away and they don't give themselves sufficient time to process. They don't give themselves sufficient time to like, let it actually be a little crock pot creativity and give themselves time to stew and to think and to kind of process some things. The best way I, I think to, when you have to do a task is if you can do it in the first two minutes, fine, awesome, 
fantastic. I don't need a lot of creativity to call up the plumber and say, hey, Mr. Plumber or Miss Plumber, can you come over to my house because there's a leak somewhere. Like, if I can do that right away, do it right away. But there's some kind of things that just take a little bit more time. And so some procrastination can help that. They can, some procrastination can help their creativity. Now, when it comes to strategic procrastination, there is actually a deeper spiritual danger. It's not just some one of those things that's kind of relatively inconvenient. The deeper spiritual danger is a thing, a thing called sloth or sloth, or what the ancients would maybe refer to as acedia. Now, we sometimes think of sloth or sloth. I like to say sloth because that's how I heard it first, but we think of sloth as laziness. Sloth is not a laziness. Sloth could look like activism. So sloth, you know, some of the busiest people, some of the most active people, some of the most people, people who are, are doing the most stuff, they're actually the most slothful. Here's what I mean. Sloth, what sloth is, is not doing what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Now, that doesn't mean I'm just laying there not doing anything. I could be doing a thousand different things except for the one thing that I'm supposed to be doing right now. And the deeper thing that procrastination reveals is it can possibly reveal a certain tendency towards sloth or sloth or acedia. Procrastination isn't always what we think. For example, when I'm trying to solve a problem, trying to address an issue, it might it might be a good thing to step back from the issue and to, and to think about it. It might be a good idea to, you know, have this problem I'm trying to work out and, you know, I'm, I'm trying to deal with this relation with people or man, management, managing, me, you're a manager somewhere, or you can say the word manager, like I can't apparently. You're trying to manage some people, but you're just too close to it right now. You need to set it off to the side. Maybe you're trying to raise your kids and you're like, okay, I'm in the midst of this whole thing and you know we have to deal with this, but I just, I need to calm down right now, or I need to process it now, or I need to just put it off to the side right now so I can come back to it. That's not procrastinating. That's doing what we're supposed to be doing right now if what you're supposed to be doing right now is taking a step back. It's doing what you need to be doing. The greater spiritual danger is this thing, sloth, which I'm doing everything but the one thing I'm supposed to be doing right now. So how do you, how do you break out of sloth? How do you break out of sloth? How do you break out of procrastination? And I say this, it's, it's relatively easy because it, has to, it starts small. It starts with moments. It, starts, it doesn't start with a big thing. Like, I'm no longer going to procrastinate. I'm going to start on the syllabus right now. I'm going to write the paper right now. No. The simpler question is, what am I supposed to be doing? Not what's self-imposed, not what I, books I'm supposed, supposed to be reading or, or the, uh, the people I'm supposed to be calling. Maybe you're not supposed to be calling them. Maybe you need to be narrowing your gaze. Maybe I don't need to be reading all these books. Maybe I can read one chapter from some of these books rather than read the whole thing. It is not meant to be overwhelming. In fact, it's meant to be empowering. You could have a lot of talent. You have a lot of great ideas. You could have a lot of like potential. But St. Teresa of Avila said this. She said, um, hell is full of the talented. Heaven is full of the energetic. Hell is full of people with great ideas and great plans and great projects. Heaven's full of people who said, okay, what's what do, what do I need to do now? What's the one thing I'm supposed to do now? And then they did it. I bet you're one of those people. 
get clarity on what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to do now, and then go ahead and do it. It's not super complicated. It's in your grasp at this very moment. From all of us here to The Central Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless. Thank you.